Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Thank you for joining me. I am your host, Jane Zahasky, and today I have Susie Hansen and Stephanie Reed, co-founders of Warriors Arise with me. Hi, ladies. Hello. Good to see you. Good to see you both. (laughs) I'm so glad we're all three in here together. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I am really excited to share that we had a listener reach out to us and gave us permission to share. But I just want to read a little bit of what she what she wrote. She said she has experienced bullying basically all her life, and she said so. My self worth was really low. Is really low. In the middle of it all, that comes the feeling of rejection because she doesn't have a lot of friends. She said she's doing therapy. She still does therapy. But letting go and letting God is hard. You know, that letting go of the past. Yeah, Yeah, it's so hard. And she puts this into words so well. She says, I so much want to fall in love with Jesus, but I can't. Mm. I can't trust. That's deep. Yes. And I want to fall in his arms and know that I have a father who is on my side and truly loves me. And then I just love this. She says, if I stop right now and read my email, read this to you, I probably will delete much of it. So I'm going to hit send and trust that this is what was needed to be said. Gosh, that's so brave. I know. It is so brave. She's so brave to hit send. And I believe what she did, she just took her first step into freedom. Yes. Yes. Isn't that amazing? And she shared it with us. And I am just so honored that she felt that she could do that, you know? Yes. Yeah, it's so good. And it's so hard to be vulnerable like that. So this email just goes perfectly with as an example of our topic today, which is... Being vulnerable. vulnerable. The hardest thing to hear. I know. (laughs) It's like one of those evil words. But we're going to talk about it in in a way that is something that we can strive for. Because it is a first step to freedom. And especially when we're living in those those prisons that even if they're self-created, it's a first step to breaking free, breaking free. So vulnerability. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. There's so much to say about this topic. There (laughs) There is. We're going to we're going to touch on it a little bit today. We're going to talk about what it is, why we're even talking about it, why it's so important to us here at Warriors of Rise, and we'll even give a little action step for our listeners to experience vulnerability in a safe, healthy way. Love it. Yes. Yeah. Love it. So that's what we'll do today. So thanks for joining me again, ladies. Oh, we're happy to be here. Awesome. Thanks, Jane. Yeah. I ran across this definition. It's from Brene Brown about vulnerability. And I just love it. It It's easy, it's simple, but it definitely just points out what exactly vulnerability is. And it is uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. Ooh. I know, right? <laughs> Anytime you hear the word exposure. Exactly. I know. Like, and then emotions, whoa. too, you yeah. know? Gosh. Ah, so what is vulnerability? <laughs> I know, that is right? such a loaded question. It's it a really very loaded question. Yes. It really the is. The part that stands out to me in the definition that you read mm-hmm. was taking risk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because there is good risk and there's not so good risk. Yeah. Yeah. And when do you know which risk you're taking, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. good. Yes. 
But I do know from experience that every time that I chose to take a step towards a risk or the unknown, that I always landed on my two feet. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I may have taken a bigger step than I planned on. Right. And I may have stumbled along the way, but I always landed on my two feet yeah. because I know Jesus was there to catch me. Yeah, that's good. It doesn't make it easier. Mm-hmm. No. But it does make it easier to hit that sin button for yeah. the first time. Yeah. Knowing yep. that th- you will be caught at some point. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely. good. Susie, so was it good. about vulnerability that stands out to you? Oh, being vulnerable can be so hard. You know, I think oftentimes vulnerability can be seen as a weakness. Mm -hmm. If I'm vulnerable, I'm seen as weak. Right. When in actuality, being vulnerable is is strength. Yes, absolutely. Because it does take so much courage Mm -hmm. to be exposed, to be vulnerable, whether Mm -hmm. in a physical sense, you know, perhaps you're standing on a stage and front mm-hmm. of people giving yes. a talk yeah. or you're sharing your brokenness mm-hmm. one-on-one with somebody yeah. either way mm-hmm. is vulnerability yep and so ooh. and i hate that the social stigma to it is very negative yeah mm-hmm. so why would anyone choose to do it right you know so that's what we hope here that we can mm-hmm. help redefine what vulnerability is and not that it changes the definition, but it changes how you see it. Yeah. yeah. And Changing, how yeah. you see that it is actually beneficial to you yes. instead of harmful. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Because, you know, one of the things that we want to do here at Warriors Arise mm-hmm. is expose the lies of the enemy. Yes. And he's here to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. So if he can help us to believe the lie about vulnerability as a weakness, we remain yeah. isolated and alone and in our brokenness. That is good. That invisible prison. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. That's so good. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about vulnerability as in what most of us experience. You know, it could look different ways in our lives. Yeah. Um, can you ladies just share a little bit from your lives, maybe examples about when that point that you remember was like like that turning point in your life. Like you were maybe it was at the darkest point in your life, the lowest point, and you just kind of made up your mind that, you know what, I gotta change something. I have to start sharing. I have to reach out. You were vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, Stephanie, you want to share something? The most recent one that was probably the biggest turning point in my life, and you'll probably giggle when I say this, but it was my wedding day. Oh. Yes. Ah, I want to hear more. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was was not bridezilla, but I was a very terrified bride. Oh, right. So I did. It wasn't that I did not want to get married, but I did not think I could be that exposed ah. to a human being for the rest of my life. Wow. So I was very terrified to walk down that aisle, but I knew God was calling me to do that. Mm-hmm. And we dated for, well, we were friends for 11 years. We dated for three years, engaged for one year. So you think wow. I would feel safe at this point. Yeah. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because he didn't make me feel safe. I was still in my prison. Right. Mm-hmm. So the biggest action step God had told me to take besides saying yes to Him because I did Mm -hmm. say no to Him before. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I had to say yes to be obedient Mm -hmm. to Jesus. I'd loved Him, but I did not ever tell Him I loved Him. I told Him for the first time I loved Him was on stage at our wedding. Oh, wow. Yes. And I knew that I had to break my emotional prison walls that day by telling Him 
For the oh. first time, I loved him in front of 700 people at our wedding. Wow. It was terrifying. I imagine. <laughs> it was so terrifying. He loved every minute of it. <laughs> I'm sure he did. He loved all that attention, but not me. Yeah. But I honestly, you know how they always say, if you feel nervous on stage, imagine everyone else in their underwear. But I felt like I was in my <laughs> underwear. Exactly, exactly. I thought everyone was staring at me. Right. In your underwear. Yes. And, the, and I just remember the moment I said it, it was like a pin drop in the room and everyone went, Oh, and I was like, oh, that did not help. <laughs> but it was a turning point for me because I did feel brave in that moment, even though I was still very shaky. Yeah. But I felt like I did it afraid no matter yeah. what. Yeah. And there's a line on a movie yeah. called We Bought a Zoo. You know, and that that famous line is, 20 seconds of insane courage can Mm. lead to drastic results. And I remembered that. Oh, that's good. And I'm like, does it take me 30 seconds to say I love you? I'll say it really fast. (laughs) And so, but it was a big turning point in my life. And not that my my fear went away overnight. Sure. But it made me brave to take the another next step. Mm -hmm. The another next step. Yeah. So to me, it was the key. Yeah. Yeah. And the door was cracked for me to walk through. Mm-hmm. Ben, and then I can stand here, you know, we celebrate our 10-year anniversary this year. Oh, and that door's not even on the wall or on the hinges yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's completely off. There's no fear because oh. I chose to say I love you for the first time yeah. in front of a lot of people. And that was my assignment. Yeah. yeah. Take that first step. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. That is such a great story. I love that story. He does, too. <laughs> I bet he does. Listen, he waited awesome. a long time for this girl. Yes. So awesome. And I love how it was you being obedient. It's like you knew. God gave you everything to say, trust me on this yes. one. He yes. gave it all to you. Because I had turned down two proposals from my ex-boyfriend at that time out of fear. Yeah. And then I was ready to turn down this other one because I just did not think I could ever find the key to my prison. Wow. Mm -hmm. Of emotional intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. God, so good. He is. Oh, he is. He is. Susie, how about you? Well, I I can think specifically of a turning point for me. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of go back before that, though, quickly, I can think of a time, you know, through years of brokenness and, and things, I had reached out to the wrong person mm-hmm. and I became very vulnerable. And then that person used that information against me. Yeah, and so, you know, that put me in a steel vault mm-hmm. and I was never coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd yeah. rather let my ship sink to the bottom of the ocean than trust anyone ever again. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners find themselves in that very same position. But I'm here to tell you, don't stay there Mm -hmm. because I didn't. Mm -hmm. And I found freedom by, you know, reaching out to the right people and just how do you do that? Well, Mm -hmm. to fast forward to a turning point for me, is I had started going to church, mm-hmm. and I'd been in church for six months. And I was completely in love with, with Jesus and the church, and I was on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. And then my world was rocked mm-hmm. in a bad way. Mm. And I was upset. I was angry with God. I didn't understand. And again, I was reaching out to the wrong people, mm-hmm. and nobody was there. And I felt very hurt and abandoned by God. I had given him the last six months of my life. Mm-hmm. And this, you're going to let this happen? Right. And so I kind of pulled back for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And the sweet thing about all of that is, is 
how God pursued me mm-hmm. through those couple of months. You know, I can think of lyrics from worship songs that would get stuck in my head yeah. and just through different people, the little things that they would say to me. But where it turned is I'd hit rock bottom pretty quickly. I had self-destructed my entire life. And I remember going back to that church and reaching out to the children's pastor because uh, previously I had volunteered in the children's ministry. So I had had a connection with her and I was just vulnerable. And I said, my life has fallen apart. Mm -hmm. My house is empty. I have nothing and I need help. Mm -hmm. And I can remember feeling so exposed, you know, just like what you talked about being on stage. Yeah. You know, I felt naked and exposed. And because my fear is judgment, what are they going to think? We get so wrapped up into what other people are going to think that we, again, we're afraid to take that risk. Yep. But she reached out to some people. Our pastor was doing a series at that particular time where they would go invade people's houses. Oh, I love that. And so a family was looking for someone they could help. You know, they were inspired by a story that they had seen. And so it was so humbling. It was humiliating and humbling, (laughs) you know, but that's what the enemy tries to do to the good works. But this family came and they brought me dishes. I mean, I had no dishes. They brought me paper towels. You know, literally I was living out of an ice chest was my refrigerator. Yeah. I self-destructed bad. Uh. But anyway, being vulnerable, Mm -hmm. taking that risk Mm -hmm. was the beginning of where I am today. Yeah. Because it was that season of my life that was a pivoting point in my life. Yep. That's awesome. Strong. And you know, there are so many women that are just on the edge of their turning point. Yeah. And all they have to do is take that next step, you know? And it's usually the step of vulnerability. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's a big risk. It is a big risk. Which is why it's so brave. It is. It is. So let's talk about why. Why we, here at Warriors Arise, why we want to talk about vulnerability. Why is it so important to us? Let's share that. Well, we continue to let all of you know that this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you cannot have that without vulnerability. That's right. Exactly. Because it takes a safe place to be vulnerable. And that's why Susie hit on it earlier that you can take it to the wrong people, which Mm -hmm. are not safe. Mm -hmm. So here at Warriors Arise, this is a safe place to talk about those unsafe things. And the unsafe things are the fears the judgments, mm-hmm. the worries that we have. Yeah. And that's why I think we pride ourselves on accepting and inviting vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's good. It, because for me, I lived in that prison for mm-hmm. so long. It was becoming vulnerable that changed my life. Yeah. And I know what a hard step that that is, especially mm-hmm. when you've been vulnerable and been hurt by it. Yes. And, and that makes it that much harder So what I want to ask our listeners to do is to just take that first baby step, you know, to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and and take those first steps into freedom. Yeah. You will not regret it. No. No, not not. at all. Because God did not create us to live in prisons. You know, he created us to live a full life and to walk in freedom. Right. And you 
Freedom can only come with vulnerability. Yeah. There's no it, way around there's it. No, there's no, mm-hmm. there isn't. It's the only way. I yeah. wish there was another I way. I wish you do too. Yeah. I do, but there's not. <laughs> there isn't. And that's mm-hmm. really the key. We keep talking about the key. And the key to that prison lock is vulnerability. Yes. It really, really is. Risk. And it's yeah. risky. It is. And it's that being exposed because We've come to a point, when, if we're ready to do it, we've come to a point where we have held on to things for years. Yes, yes. Dark, heavy things mm-hmm. for years and years and years. And even our mind, we've created, like we talk about ourselves differently. We think about ourselves differently than maybe what really is inside of us. Yeah. And so then when we say the words, it may feel like we're talking about someone else. Yeah. You know, but so we true. have to get to that point of just opening our mouths, typing it out, whatever that is, whatever it looks like, to be vulnerable. I'm glad you said type it out because I years I still mentor her, but the way that we began years ago, mm-hmm. literally like her daughter will will be 12 and she was just an infant when oh. I started mentoring her. Yeah. And I used to receive emails from her because she was so scared to talk about Mm -hmm. the things that I said, just send me an email. It's a start. Yes. And so even if all you can do is type it and send it to us. Yeah. Yeah. It's a safe place. No judgment zone here. That's a start. And it's enough. Yes. It's enough. And that is enough to just start opening that door. Yes. (laughs) Start turning the key a little bit. You'd be surprised. How many emails you will start sending after that? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes, it doesn't right. stop. Yes. Yeah, because now she openly talks with me without oh, eye know. contact. So good. Yeah, she yeah. does. We can sit down and we can have a conversation. Yes. You know, that terror. And it was sheer terror for her. If she sure. was here, she'd agree yeah. that, you know, that's gone. We yeah. can have normal conversations yeah. like this now. So yeah. Good. But it started with that first email. It's so good. And she just hit send. Yeah, she, she was just brave hit send. And she hit send. Yeah, just like Love. our listener did to us. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, yeah, vulnerability is kind of our foundation, yeah. I would say, of, of this be. ministry. And our goal is to kind of weave that through everything that we do, us being vulnerable and and inviting others to be vulnerable. Yes. So we can walk in freedom. Yes. (laughs) Sheesh, yes. All right, so finding your person. So kind of that next action step, finding that person that you trust or finding someone that you know can receive your vulnerability. Mm. Like, let's talk about that. That's such a great question and probably one of the hardest. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I know Susie and I come from different spectrums of this, so I'll share my side where I trusted everybody. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't a problem for me. I would tell everybody my baggage. And, I mean, not right away, but whenever I was ready to be vulnerable, I shared it with everybody and not everyone wanted it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and roughly so. Yeah. <laughs> I had some. I mean, I got emails sent to me, but they were like, "Please stop." <laughs> so that is a real thing too. So I would say the first step for me was to actually stop and pray. Stop and pray. Who yeah. is that person? Yeah. Or maybe persons, but not a group of people mm. right away. Who is that right. person? That God wants me to run to. Right. Because yeah. I ran to everybody. Mm. And they walked up with their white flags like, I surrender. <laughs> just 
stop, please. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so <laughs> we talk about how hard it is to talk to people, but there yeah. are some of you listeners like me who just wanted it out. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew that I just wanted free from it. Yeah. But there is a proper way to do it. Sure. Yes. Yeah. That's and so good. first step is definitely take some time to pray about it. Yeah. And sometimes you'll hear from God right away. And mm-hmm. sometimes it may take a few days or a few weeks. Yeah. But don't rush it because, like Susie said, it is sometimes detrimental when you do tell it to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. It's interesting being on opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, I locked myself in a steel vault mm-hmm. and wouldn't talk to anybody, but the remedy is the same. Yes. So it's it's finding the right person. For me, what that looked like, the person who hurt me all those years ago that I mentioned earlier, I was uh, involved in a 12-step program. This person was someone I called a sponsor, a mentor, and but they didn't have a lot of sobriety, a lot of time, you know, weren't mm-hmm. very far down the 12 steps. And so a beginner like me, mm-hmm. and they didn't know how to handle mm-hmm. what I gave them. Right. And we have to think about that. Is the person that yeah. we're telling this to mature enough mm-hmm. to handle what we're handing them? That's right. Right. And so the next person I found at that point, you know, was somebody who had been sober a whole lot of years, Mm -hmm. had already worked through the 12 steps of the program, and was capable of handling what I was giving them. And the same is true when I started going to church. And, you know, after I had been hurt in the church and left the church, when I came back and took that first step with the children's mm-hmm. pastor at that point in time, began just kind of my eyes open who I could ask to mentor me. Because we all need right. mentors. We do. Yes. You know, yeah. we were never meant to do life alone. Mm-hmm. And we have to have somebody in our life that we can go to mm-hmm. who's kind of gone ahead of us. Right. And so, you know, I found somebody who was, you know, a grandma. Mm-hmm. To me, mm-hmm. you know, she's my spiritual mother, mm-hmm. and she's in her mid-80s now. She's mentored me for over 12 years, wow. and she's mature enough to handle what I have to give her. Mm-hmm. She's trustworthy with what I have to give her yeah. and, you know, can just love me through it and, and pray me yeah. through it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, just really think about the people that you're trusting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think after you pray about it— when you are still unsure about who that person is, I think it's okay to ask them questions. Mm -hmm. That's what I did when I found my first mentor. Well, when I found my first marriage mentor, I went to them and said, you know what? I like what I see. Can you tell me more about your marriage? Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's okay to ask them questions. You're kind of interviewing them to see if this is a safe place. Right. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's good. Um, Susie, I love how you said you find someone that's mature enough, trustworthy enough. And I just pray that some women who may not have that actual person in their lives, mm-hmm. that they can look at us and feel like we are mature enough yes. and, and trustworthy enough for them. Um, I think that's what we all pray for Absolutely. You know, here at Warriors Arise. And we always say we want to be God's hands and feet. And yes. that's part of it. We mm-hmm. are ready to take on that responsibility responsibility of receiving your vulnerability. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, good. So action step. What is the next step for someone who maybe is like, okay, this is it. I'm ready. I'm ready to (laughs) start turning that key on my prison wall. What can they do? Maybe it's the email that we discuss. You know, you can 
do that by going to our website mm-hmm. and contact us. Yep. There's a place there for you to tell us your story mm-hmm. and hit that send button. And right. that will come straight to us. It will go to a safe place. Yes. It will come straight to us and mm-hmm. we can reach back out to you and perhaps help lead you to your person. Absolutely. Mm, I love that. So warriorsariseministry.org. Yes, ma'am. Go right there. Contact us. They can easily type it out and then hit that send button, right? First step of bravery. Yes. Be brave. Be brave to do that. And the warriorsariseministry.org, that website, we have a lot of information there, too. Yes, we do. And so women can go and actually learn more about us so they can feel like they trust us and they can feel safe, yeah, you know, that right. this is a safe place. So I encourage you all to go warriorsariseministry.org. Check that out. Contact us. And I also, while we're talking about action steps, subscribe to our podcast, <laughs> share with your friends. Like you yes. may have been listening to this and thought, you know, they're speaking to me, but also God brought someone else to mind yeah. too. So share it with yep. your share it with your friends. And then also just stay in contact with us, Facebook, Instagram, our website, because vulnerability will be something that we will talk about all yeah. throughout everything we do. That's because right. that is the foundation. That's right. That that is the foundation to freedom. We're excited. Ah, yes. I am so excited too. Any last thoughts you either one of you want to share? Well, maybe you already have that person mm-hmm. in mind that yeah. you're thinking about. And so I just call you to an action step of courage mm-hmm. and pick up that phone, yeah. send that text message yeah. to that person, set up a coffee date yeah, yep. and or a Zoom call, mm-hmm. however you feel that yep. you need to do that. And just literally, guys, that first step, mm-hmm. stick that key in the hole and turn it. Yeah. I can't tell you enough. I know it's scary. We've all experienced it firsthand. Mm -hmm. But it's the beginning of your freedom, your life and freedom. Yes. And it's also your chance to be that for somebody else one day. Mm, Yes. That's so good. You will be that person for Mm -hmm. someone else. I promise you God will use you for that. Yes. And there's no better feeling than getting to be used by our maker. Yes. And you may feel like at this very moment... (laughs) I've got nothing to offer, but trust me, sister, you do. (laughs) Yes. Even in your brokenness, we have more to offer than we realize. But as you heal, you're going to know how to help somebody else who needs to heal. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think of the saying that God never wastes a thing. That He doesn't. He doesn't. And this is a perfect example of that. He will not waste your time in your prison, your time in darkness. He won't waste that. Nope. He will turn it for good, and He can just— Build his kingdom, you know, just reach out to others with it. You know, you also hear the saying, someone's trash is someone else's treasure. That's right. You are somebody's treasure today. Absolutely. And you don't have to wait till you're healed. That's right. You don't. I love that. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for being with me today. Yes, thank you for having us. Yes, and thank you for joining us. I am Jane Zahasky, your host. And remember, it's time to rise up, warrior, and step into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.